This is KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. I am indeed honored today to have a guest in the studio who I have admired and respected for many years. It is really my good fortune today to be sitting with the one and only Basim Youssef. Ahlan wa sahlan, Basim. Ahlan Beek. I have to say that you have an incredible, totally different radio voice. I mean, you have, you're speaking to me outside and now you're totally, completely different. Yeah, yeah. You sound extremely young and sexy, which is totally opposite of the truth. Well, we, we, so. <laughs> which is why I do radio, Basim, you know. Somebody asked me to do TV, I said no, because the TV, the voice won't work, but radio, I can get away with it. Do, uh, can, can, can I imitate this? Like, hello, this is KSF. Stanford. In fact, welcome to Stanford University, Habib. Now, we are so honored and delighted to have have you here how Thank long you. have you been at stanford well i've been here since the beginning of the semester and uh, i'm i'm here for one term one semester um i was given an incredible chance by the ddrl and the arab reform program to um to be a part of uh, them of of the program for for this uh, quarter and I'm having a great time. Yeah, I mean, did you ever think you would be sort of a visiting scholar at Stanford? Well, I, I you know, last year I was in Harvard, dude. Oh, <laughs> so you stepped down, is it? Uh, is that no, step no, down no, or step up? No, or? no, no, anything in California could not be called a step down. Oh, I, mean, I mean, with all due respect to Harvard, but California is something yeah. else. And you're yes. no stranger to California, of course, yes. and no stranger to Stanford. You were here last year, I yeah. remember. Mm. And, uh, and how has your experience been in terms of interacting with the Stanford community so far? Well, I had uh, a few interactions with uh, the international dorms, some of the student entities, and it's amazing. You know, I enjoy speaking to the students all the time because I learn more, like more than I would, you'd ever imagine. Uh, people think that I, I, I go there to tell them things that they don't know. Actually, I go there for the, my, the only selfish reason <laughs> for me to increase my, uh, to broaden, broaden my perspective. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy, A wonderful and wonderful, brilliant students. Yeah, I mean, um, I know this is kind of a cheesy question, Basim, but are, are you being recognized on campus? I know my students run to me and say, oh, we saw him eating a croissant at, uh, you know, the cafeteria. Well, uh, well, why, why, well, the thing is, if they do, why don't they come and speak up? Because I don't know. I don't really? know if I'm recognized. Okay, so, so first of all, you've heard it right here. You're approachable. Uh, uh, People uh, don't well, have to be scared I, of I you. don't bite. <laughs> no, please. It's good. It's always good for my ego. So please, if you if you spot me on this campus, come and say hi. That is very gracious. And uh, and you will uh, get us a free selfie. Hey, we talk in Arabic, Arabic, I can Arabic. We talk in Arabic, 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 how much does it take for you to be quote unquote on for these kind of events? And do you feel that maybe uh, your, your, uh, the repetition of it, it can be a little bit um, exhausting? Well, yeah, the, uh, the repetition, because basically the questions are the same, hmm. you know, but, but you have to understand that this is like performance, like that someone going on stage doing the same performance every single day. 
it's people that they haven't seen this before or people who haven't heard it before. And the exchange of knowledge and the exchange of perspective is very enriching. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't find it uh, boring or repetitive at all. I mean, every time I would get something new for myself and I will find an, a different method or way to uh, convey my message. And, uh, the, the, and and as I said, the, like, the people were wonderful. I have met with uh, people, not just with students, but like postgrad and the actually fellowship programs that are offered for much older yeah. uh, um, people and um it's been extremely enriching, yeah. extremely productive to me. So I, I really welcome the interaction. And one of the things I noticed this year, you're you're sort of standing up and interacting with the audience directly. I remember the talk last year where you were sitting with uh, uh, what was the Professor Diamond, I think, yeah. and and it was sort of you know a discussion. But now I hear you've been getting up and getting the the crowds on their feet and sort of interacting directly. Is that sort of more comfortable for you when you have a direct contact with the audience? Yes, because um, I, I have to say that like you know the what what's called the. Uh, fireside chats I'm more comfortable for me I mean I don't have to prepare anything it's a question and answer but actually to do a whole let's say show it gets people more engaged yeah and it uh, and it brings the message across much better and uh it's it's much more fun too. Yeah, is it rehearsed, Basim, or is it sort of you you you, you kind of go with the flow and from the vibe you get from the audience? No, part of it is is rehearsed and prepared. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's people who came out of their way to, to see you, and you have to give them something. Yeah. So, out of respect to their time and their uh, commitment, you have to be committed to that, uh, like appearance and you have to give them something for them to appreciate yeah and talking about things you've offered us uh, your loyal fans let's talk a little bit about the democracy handbook yeah uh, which is kind of a YouTube series and yet it's also has it's kind of associated with a TV channel can you tell me a little bit about the show and how that came about well the fusion uh, network people they were lovely people who believed in me and they wanted to do something in uh, that's related to American politics but with Middle Eastern perspective so they thought that this would be the perfect combination to work with me on this and um, basically what I did was um, speaking about different uh, aspects of American political life all the way from guns um, um, elections free speech um, but from a Middle Eastern perspective and and it was you sort of who, who um, are broaching these topics or do they suggest what you no no we, we basically me and the writers kind of like sat down and I said what is something that is common between us and and here yeah and uh, we talked about you know we talked ha about hate as being a lucrative business model hmm. which hmm. is basically you can right. pretty much relate to it back home yeah. uh, the only difference is that here they they can they can generate more money because they are because capitalism. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, the series, uh, first of all, we, we need to say thank you to Fusion TV for bringing this to us. I mean, through the YouTube channel, but also the special aired on actual TV. And for us to be able to hear sort of an Arab American voice or even an Arab voice or an Egyptian voice in the. Or media. an Arab with a scary uh, American uh, accent. Uh, yeah. American Arab accent. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we've watched some of these videos. They're kind of scary. I mean, I've got uh, titles like, how would say, well, how to spot ISIS in, uh, or how to. Uh, 
what is it like you were talking to the Muslim community, some kids, yeah. and you were sort of taking notes and asking them what memberships they did. Was Qaeda check? Yes. ISIS check, you know? <laughs> and then what was it like uh, YMCA check, you yeah. know? Um, and of course, this is sort of what defines you, um, uh, Basim Yusuf, as somebody who's able to look at maybe Islamophobia, look at hatred, look at some of the tragic things going on right now, and yet to try to find a comedic way, a satirical way of addressing these issues. How difficult is it for you to do that in the current circumstances, considering the upcoming elections, for example? Well, it is not difficult because at the end of the day, we can criticize the American political life as much as we can. But like you have to admit that you have free speech here. You can say whatever you want. I mean, you uh, you will be faced with backlash, but it's not going to be a government coming to shut you down. So we have to. Be th- I have to be thankful for that. However, my biggest cha- challenge is is that when I speak about um, uh, topics like Islamophobia, uh, I'm not defending a religion. Mm-hmm. I'm not defending, uh, I'm not there for to be an Islamic apologist. Right. I'm not. I'm there to defend the right of the people to believe in whatever they want. Uh, having said that, we as uh, Muslims, Middle Easterns, and Arabs, we have to recognize uh, some of the flaws that uh, governs our um, much of our mentalities. We have to uh, to acknowledge the the problem within our uh, the way that religion is used within our communities. So it's kind of like I'm in a no man's land. Where on one hand I am fighting against uh, racism or speaking against racism against uh, Muslims. But in the same time, I'm recognizing the problem that we have. And if you want to say the collective Islamic mind, Mm -hmm. we do have a problem. It's very easy to speak about like the racism against Muslims, the Islamophobia and whatever. And this is like, you know, this is a no brainer. But we also need to be honest and and sincere with ourselves. I mean, we, we make fun about American exceptionalism. We have also Islamic exceptionalism we build many people here believe that whatever works for other people doesn't work for us yeah. <laughs> and uh, or for example although that I'm not a big advocate of this you can make fun of other religions but not us you can make fun of other prophets but not ours yeah, yeah, the double standard uh, the, 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 yeah. you know it's 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 kind of like yeah all right someone will draw the prophet yeah you don't have to go out and burn flags yeah. or threat I mean in one point I am against the narrative of like what uh, that the Muslim community should do more I'm I'm not obliged to wake up every morning and denounce ISIS right because you know it it goes without saying and on the other hand we should kind of chill out a little bit when people <laughs> make fun of us yeah because if you want to be included in a community maybe we should play with the rules with the whole community yeah. you know we don't get worked out when Jesus is being portrayed or made fun of in american media yeah. maybe we should not care too much if they did the same yeah. and if by doing so, if you kind of care less or do not care about that, you are disarming them from basically pissing you off. Wow, I like that. You You're know, actually sort of subverting what they're yeah, trying so, to do. So it, it is in the middle. Yes, I'm against people making or, or kind of getting down on a minority that are mostly Muslims or Arabs or Middle Eastern. And some of the Middle East are not even Muslims or even their Muslims are not um, devout. I mean, when when racism happens, it kind it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't look at your ID card or ask if you if you pray five times a day if you could be 
Christian and still be discriminated against, right. and ha- it happened. Yeah. But and, and I, mean, I mean, as a matter of fact, the, one of the first crime victims after 9-11 was an Egyptian Christian. Coptic. A Coptic, yeah. you know? So, it, 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 so that's why I fight against this kind of racism. Right. But in the same time, we do have an obligation as Muslims, Middle Easterns, Arabs, that we have to have a, a very honest discussions within yeah. our communities of w- what is the narrative that we want to project? What, mm-hmm. How can we react to criticism or satire? Right. We shouldn't we should just like jump the gun every time somebody makes fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we say, yes, this is racism, this is not acceptable, but you, you should really make this in a way that it doesn't alienate the rest of the community because whatever whatever um the reputation that they have about like we don't we don't chill out we're, 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 we don't have a sense of humor we do <laughs> oh my they, gosh do we ever yeah. especially the the egyptians i mean but but you're right in terms of using satire and humor as a way to kind of you know respond to the um racism perhaps do you get ever sort of Tired of uh, you know the fight? Are you optimistic or pessimistic when you're looking at the state of things today? As long as there is free speech, I'm always optimistic. The thing is, the people who are that who we um, accuse them of being Islamophobes, their point of view is that it's not Islamophobia if we cre- if, if because this is an objective criticism of religion. But the problem is they they kind of give you a choice sometimes, which I don't. I don't approve. They have these things like, oh, or if you're like the only real literal um, application of Islam is ISIS, and if you're a moderate Muslim, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> you're cherry picking. So which, ba- which basically give they are giving you the choice: you either be an atheist and you denounce the religion altogether, or you become ISIS. Which is like, is this what you want to put us in? Mm-hmm. Or they say like, or oh, you're not criticizing your religion as much as you should do. So first of all, they don't know because we do have much of this discussion with. Within the community, much of it is in Arabic. They don't understand Arabic. Yeah. They they just want to have a copy paste of it in a Christian reform, Martin Luther kind of way in our in our religion. But it doesn't. But they wanted to do from the outside. Yeah. They don't even give us the chance to do it. And the thing is, when they when they kind of like give you that choice of like you either denounce everything or become ISIS, basically they are cutting, they are undermining our tools of actually having this discussion within us because. What you're doing right now is even those moderate that you don't like are just gonna. I mean, if they have a choice of like siding with you or siding with a more radical uh, mentality of defending the prophet, they will do that. Yeah, yeah. So it is. It they they just have to let it go and 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 uh, they have to understand that this is an internal struggle. And which is, by the way, the 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 biggest advocate of this struggle are not the religious entities. It is they they are missing a huge part of the equation, which is the military dictatorships in the Arab world. Yeah. Many of these military quote unquote secular, and they are not secular. <laughs> they are the ones who are empowering this kind of religious mentality in order to stabilize their governance. Nice. So that's why those people are pretty much misguided when they say, say, for example, if you have a military dictator, it's much better than having an ISIS-like government. Which what they don't realize is like one thing leads to the other. Um, Basim, how how hesitant are you these days to kind of criticize or critique uh, their governing system? In Egypt today. If you follow my Facebook page, I'm pretty much vocal. Uh, like, I mean, uh, as a matter of fact, I just a couple of weeks ago, I wrote like one of the most 
uh, disturbing <laughs> Facebook posts ever when I said that when I basically accused of the military of being paid mercenaries who are who don't care about governance as much as they pay about money and this was the one of the strongest criticism that I that I actually uh, that came out against the military stab- business establishment so it's just like it's people just like govern the, the or, or judge me it's like I don't do videos anymore but like you know I can do whatever I want. I can do a tweet or Facebook or whatever. The fact that actually my show is off the air is the biggest statement against the regime. You're 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 talking about Bernamek yeah. at this point. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I mean, the Bernamek is off. They, they, the thing is, they just want to, me to replicate their Bernamek. If I don't do it in the video, it doesn't count. I mean... Yeah. It does. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if how much of this you're aware of, Basim, but you, you are speaking um, our minds. You're speaking our hearts. I mean, okay. when I told people I'm interviewing Basim Yusuf today, they all said, tell him shukran for giving us a voice, for giving us and for letting us chill out because you are representing a different side to our culture, to our Arabness, to our you. whatever you, you want to call it. And I think that's really important. And I want you to know on behalf of so many people who have talked to me about today is that you are much needed, Basim. And that when the times maybe come and you're you're feeling a little bit like you are neither here nor there, and you're being attacked by both sides, you actually have such a large amount of followers who need you and need your voice, and we want you to keep going, Habibna, and don't give up. Keep the I'm, humor. I'm not giving up. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to find different like you know different venues. I'm trying to find my voice in the American community. I mean, maybe my next struggle will be trying to find a foothold for me in American media as an Arab uh, voice. You know, which we're pretty much lacking. Perhaps right here at KZSU while you're at Stanford, you're welcome <laughs> to come have your own show here. Well, we'll thank you. We'd be delighted. Uh, Basim, I, I mean, do you go back to Egypt at all? No, or? I haven't gone in two years. Yeah. And is that partly like your decision or I don't no, want to... You know. No, I mean, like I, I left there because they, they came after me with like... Uh, stupid verdicts and stupid uh, lawsuits and you know why go back and take the risk right but these, these are still you know sort of in effect technically or no I mean but if you follow Egypt they don't need a legal um, hmm. reason to jail you no so again I why, why would I take the risk I mean they took away the show so the question is why go back yeah uh, if the only thing that I have to deal with is a, a huge risk right but they took away the show back they did not take the amazing relationship you have with the Egyptian people because mm-hmm. they are still through the internet and through, you know, everybody's following you, even yeah. though you are in what we call in Mahzar or whatever you want to call it. Um, I mean, your relationship with the Egyptian people is still strong and beautiful and, and, and humorous, right? Depends on, uh, depends on you know, <laughs> who you're talking to because it could be someone who can love me to death or hate me to death. Yeah. I, I'm under absolutely no illusion that uh, there's a lot of people who don't like me and it's it's fine you know it's being uh, be, being a public personality uh, you know this is this is what happens you have people that who agree with you and people who hate your guts yeah but I, I still want to emphasize the millions who do love you and it seems and to the me millions, like, uh, and the millions who don't <laughs> <laughs> so um, what are your plans for the next uh, couple of months while you're at Stanford I know you're here for the fall well I'm having uh, you know more meetings with, and more appearances with uh, many um, um, schools uh, many student entities and also on the 20th mark 
two calendars, 29th of November. 29th of November, after and, Thanksgiving. Yeah, in what's called Semix Auditorium. Yeah. They are playing Tickling Giants, which, which is a documentary that was done about the show and about me. Like, oh, really? Yeah, the senior producer of The Daily Show, her name is Sarah Taxler, directed the movie, followed me for four years. Wow. And she's telling the story of the revolution through Bernamic and it's gonna it's 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 a very good documentary you know i did my research but i didn't really know about it this. just this it just a... went out today wow and uh, already 100 tickets sold out of 700 in three hours so get your ticket and be there don't get the ticket and disappear <laughs> right be, be there or be square <laughs> yeah so that's 29th and also um, my book is coming up in uh, march really what tell me about the book uh, well i'm i wrote a new book uh, i've been writing it for a while it's called uh, revolution for dummy Ah. And uh, hopefully I'll come back next um, semester to, uh, you know, do like a book signing event here. Yeah. And so you've written it in English. Yeah, it's it's basically the, targeting the American audience. Yeah. And would would you, a book like that, would a show like the Democracy Handbook, would those sort of translate for people in Egypt, in the Arab M- world? Many, many people, many people watch. And, but also... The struggle is that people are used to see me speaking about Egyptian issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe that will, that's kind of a, a point against these trials. Uh, as I said, now I'm trying to find my way in a totally different society with a totally different language with a totally different audience. And that's a struggle, and you have to work on that. Yeah, well, certainly as Arab Americans, we need your voice here more than ever. Mm-hmm. One uh, just needs to go through the mainstream channels mm-hmm. to find a total lack of absence of any shows that are, you know, and we, we need you there. But at the same time, do you feel that doing all this in English may somehow alienate your Arabic-speaking fans who may not understand the jokes or the humor yes. that you're... Uh, yes, this is... This is uh, a collateral damage that I have to deal with. No. You know, you 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 earn new uh, audience and you lose some. Hey, I'll ask you in Arabic. I mean, you don't ask me the language of Arabic when you speak in Egypt. Of course. And you talk about the Egyptians. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Shukran, Basim Yusuf. And, oh. and, and this is one of the things that we, I've been deluged by email saying, we hear Dr. Salty, we hear Basim Yusuf at Stanford. Please, 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 on behalf of his Egyptian fan base, ta, 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 interview well, him. Uh, with, to all the Egyptian people out there, I love you very much. And it's important for me to talk about Arabic so uh, Basim Yusuf I want to thank you so much Habibna for this amazing amazing interview I don't know if I was very professional you were. because I'm beaming here and, and mm. I am really really delighted to have had this talk with you please don't be a stranger now that you know where KCSU is and if you need any kind of uh, outlet come we'll give you the mic and we'll put you on the air thank you very much Habibi alright ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back my guest has been the one and only Basim Yusuf right here at KCSU Stanford 90.1 FM باسم شكرا عايز نلعب لك اغنيه كده مصريه عشان ننهي الفاصل ده اي حاجه غير تسلم الايادي عايز ايه انت بتحب <تصفيق> اي حاجه اي اي بلدي ولا هيب هوب ولا نلعب لك مصري ولا لا لا نخلينا عبد الحليم حافظ كده حاجه كلاسيكي كده اه خلاص
خلاص طيب نحط لك سواح ما آه سواح اه طيب او 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 الدنيا دي شفاوه لسعد عبد الوهاب اوه واو الدنيا دي شفاوه اتس لايك ون اوف ماي لايك ماي فيفورت اكشلي واي ذات سونج انا بحب سعد عبد الوهاب اي ثينك هي ووز هي ووز انجست انجستلي يعني taken out yeah, I mean, I think he's one of the most talented and, and I love the music yeah, and I can see a little relation in what you're saying <laughs> keep that. so why don't we do both we'll play uh, both Abdel Halim and Abdel Wahab Saad Abdel Wahab Saad Abdel Wahab yes. uh, right here on the air uh, as a dedication from Basim Yusuf to all our listeners and Nawatli Studio Nawatli Nagamaitna Ya Basim Ahla wa Sahla Feek thank you so much Yeah. Mm-hmm. 